0: I wanted God's spirit so much because I was experiencing so much rejection and so much heartbreak, even from the people in my own family. I said, there got to be a reason for all of this because none of this makes sense. I can't be going through all of this for no apparent reason. Welcome to the Abbey Rice Podcast. My name is Shaq. I hope you guys have had a beautiful New Year's Eve going into the New Year's Day of 2023. January 1st is here. The day of new beginnings, the day of new exciting, exciting undergoings. And once again, the kingdom is on the move. Amen. But today's topic I bring to you two degrees off. And I'm going to be reading from Romans chapter 12 verses 1 to 2 and Colossians 3 to 14. But before I begin, oh, by the way, if you guys hear any weird background noise, that is the, I dearly apologize, that is the heater. That is the heat in uh, in my apartment. So if you guys hear any unwanted noise in the background, I'm dearly sorry for those of you who are listening in, but I will do my best to work through it. Okay? So um but before I begin, I just want to say a quick prayer. Father God, Lord Jesus, our Father in heaven. In your mighty and holy name, we thank you for bringing us through another 365 days to 2023. We thank you for always protecting us. We thank you for your wisdom, your knowledge, your understanding. We thank you for choosing us. We thank you for considering us as the laborers in your kingdom. And we pray that you forgive us of our sins, forgive us of the iniquities and the shortcomings, forgive us for heartily offending you by not keeping your commandments, forgive us for straying off the path. And we pray that you continue. To keep us aligned with the Holy Spirit through this podcast, through this episode, through this live. Pour your spirit into this microphone, pour your spirit into this vessel, and pour your spirit into all those who are within the sound of my voice as we go into this new year, energetic, excited, and dedicated to your will. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, guys. So going into it, Romans chapter 12, verses one through two. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Moving on to Colossians 3.14, but above all these things, put on love, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. Amen. To our Father in heaven, we thank you once again for this word. Allow it to penetrate our minds, bodies, hearts, and spirits. Allow us to conform to your will and not to the will of this world, not to the patterns of this world. Allow us to put on love, to put on the armor of God, that we we may be wise to withstand the attacks of the devil. For you have given us a spirit of power and of love and a sound mind and not a spirit of fear. Allow that spirit to manifest in an abundant way today, Father God. In Jesus name. Amen. Okay, guys, going into it. Two degrees off. I'm going to start off this episode by talking about my childhood love. Thomas the Tank Engine. And I want you guys to follow this. Yes, I'm going to take it there. Yes, I was a big fan of Thomas. I love trains when I was a kid. And there was this one episode on Thomas the Tank Engine. And you know what it was called? It was called... The Flying Kipper. Let me let me explain to you. I mean, for, for starters, how many of us have ever seen Thomas the Tank Engine? How many of us are familiar with Thomas the Tank Engine? So there was Thomas, the, the main one, you know, the blue engine. And then there were his friends. You know, there were James, Percy, Gordon, Edward, Henry. And this episode, this particular episode of The Flying Kipper was about Henry. And Henry was given an important task to deliver this train of fish. And he was actually very, very excited because he was the only one that they thought was worthy of undergoing this task. And so he woke, he woke up at, I remember the episode, like it was yesterday. He woke up at maybe four or five. He woke up earlier in the morning or earlier than all the other trains woke up in. and then you know, when he coupled to the train, you know, he was just so excited about starting a new beginning. You know, he, he was like, yes, I'm ready. You know, this is an important job. You know, it, it gave him that feeling of, of, of worthiness of, of importance. And so the train goes off, you know, he goes, he undergoes the journey and he's excited and he's on the right track but eventually he comes in to danger. So apparently the track that he was supposed to be on, apparently, and, and let me, let me just back up. Let me reverse it a little bit. So this whole episode takes place in the winter time of the story. And so with that being said, the track that he was supposed to be on, it, he, he comes to a switch where the track divides into two tracks. All right. And the switch is frozen. So the track that the the line that he's supposed to be on. Has actually diverted to a line he was not supposed to be on. And eventually he goes on to the wrong line. And he runs into the train that was waiting for him to pass, and he gets into an accident, and he derails. Very a very very uh, a bitter end to the story. I mean, he ends up well. He never gets to deliver the train, but but and he doesn't stop delivering the train. But but in this particular episode, the train derails. The train offsets. What does this have to do? With two degrees. What does this have to do with two degrees off? Some of us. We've been on the right path of God's will. And some of us, you could very much be in a season of victory. But every once in a while. We bask in the uh, uh, in the victory so much That we don't stop to take inventory. We don't stop to make sure our track is aligned. We might win, but we forget to praise the most high God. We might overcome, but forget to sacrifice. We might be listening, but forget to double check who we are listening to. And your train could be rolling smooth. Your train could be very much the express train, but because you didn't stop to make sure you were on the right track, what could have been a smooth ride all of a sudden is a ride that is now on the wrong track in grave danger and can completely derail you. And two degrees off, children and y'all, it doesn't seem like a big deal until you're way off course. I don't know how many of us have ever been on a train, but typically, how it works is when a train is faced with multiple tracks and each track goes to a different area, that train has to stop for a signal point. Typically, before you see the divider, you'll see a light, uh, 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 a track signal. Red at the top, yellow on the middle, green on the bottom. Green means go, yellow means caution, red means you got to stop. But the way it works is most trains, they have to stop for signal points. Otherwise, you could either be on the wrong track or if the track is misaligned, you could very much. Derail the entire train. And children of y'all, I want you to think about a train in complete context. In order for you to be two degrees off, you had to, at some point, been on track. When a train is completely on track, there is nothing that any other opposing force can do in the context of the train being on the track, that train is going to go where the track takes it. But if that train was two degrees off the track, the whole train derails and crashes and it is over with. And children of y'all, sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes all it takes is two degrees. Sometimes all it takes is, okay, so I've been embasking the victory. I haven't really been praying as much because it's just been coming, coming, coming. You know, God has been blessing me, you know, abundantly. And children, I'll use myself as, as an example. So I started this ministry back in January of last year. I've been doing it for a year. And since I've been doing it, it's been nothing but a consistent amount of growth. But I used to be in a business where we had this thing called check the pulses. And with every stage and level of growth we hit, we always had to stop to take inventory to make sure that the course was correct. We were always looking at the map, the roadmap to success, to make sure that we weren't making any mistakes. And children of Yah, God has elevated the ministry to a level I could have never even imagined. And it's only the beginning, but being the perfectionist that I am, I'm actually quite scared of making mistakes. I'm actually quite scared of, of, of losing the trust of a lot of different people because I'm the type of person, you know, I was always shy. I was always introverted. Do not put this big, shiny spotlight in my face. Do not stick a camera in my face because I'm not a good talker. I stutter a lot. You know, I trip over my words. My cadence isn't isn't correct. You know, if you're going to have me lead hundreds and thousands of people or whatever the number happens to be, I don't know what it is, but if you're going to have me lead all these people, It got to be perfect. Otherwise, if I make one mistake, one. It's over and done with. The ministry is destroyed. The accountability is lost and the trust is broken. So I put it off for a long time. But as I was doing my ministry. I made it a point to say, well, if I'm in unfamiliar territory, rather than check. To see if I'm two degrees off every once in a while, I'm gonna check every five minutes because I don't want there to be a single misstep in my ministry. I don't wanna make a mistake so big and so paramount that when I go down that down the road, I'm gonna have to explain it to somebody if I'm doing it wrong. A lot of people are gonna call me out, they're gonna call me fake. They're going to call me a false prophet. They're going to say, "You don't have the you don't have the things of the Spirit of God." and don't get me wrong, children of yah. there are people out there who do say that, but I'm not worried about them because I know what God is telling me. And I always make sure I stay the course. Even if I disappear for a while, it's definitely for a reason. And sometimes in any venture, in anything in life, children of y'all, let me explain something to you. Wherever there's teams, there's always a leader who's always trying to go off to a secret place, to a place where his team or her team doesn't know about And they're meditating, they're praying, they're making sure that they're doing everything they can. They're making sure everything is in correct position. And 2023, children of y'all, is all about making sure you're not two degrees off. You're not caught off guard. You're making sure that the signals are accurate. You're making sure that the track is aligned. Otherwise, you're gonna be, some of you, You're going to be just like 2022. For some of us, the train derailed. And we're trying to get back on track. We're trying to get into a whole new train on a whole new course. But our two degrees off is maybe we haven't started. Maybe we're scared to step on board. Maybe we're scared of trains. Maybe we're scared. What if the train goes too fast? What if the what if the success is 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 too much for me to handle? What if this train gets bigger and bigger and bigger and I can't pull it? My train my my locomotive don't even have the power. What if I forget to couple up? What if I don't check the wheels? What if I don't check to see if I have enough fuel? What if, what if I don't check to see if, 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 if I, if, I if, 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 let me make sure I have the air, let me make sure the air hoses are connected so that if I need to stop, the train has the, the power that it needs to stop. Because sometimes children, and y'all, when we're going on the journey, sometimes you got to stop. Sometimes you got to stop. Maybe you got to take a little break. You ever heard the saying, you got to slow down to speed up. I know it's been a while since I recorded, since I recorded my last episode, which was last week. I know before that though, it's been a little while. It's been maybe two months. And children of you I want you to know that I have not given it up. A lot is going on in the ministry and sometimes the growth. It's hard to maintain. Sometimes you're going up the hill and you're pulling your train and your train snaps a couple. Your train snaps a coupler and the cars are rolling back down the hill and you got to go back and get them. You got to make sure everything is re You got to make sure everything is tight. For some of us, that's the two degrees off. Some of us, we want to go so far ahead that we don't double check. And the thing, the little things, we want to skip over the little things because we're so excited about the big things. But you got to make sure, children of y'all, that your train is good to go. You got to make sure. For some of us, the two degrees is you're so focused on how good the train is that you take it for granted and you get careless. Your train is moving so good. You're basically the express line, but your express line is always late in layman's terms. If I, could, if I could put it in a way that relates to the kingdom walk, you take the blessings of God for granted that you don't work as hard as someone who doesn't have what you have. And because the other person doesn't have what you have, they outwork you. They outwork your blessing. They outwork what God has given you. And I was having a conversation with a gentleman today. And, you know, he was very inquisitive, very, very inquisitive, very nice guy. And one of the things I said to him was because he said he told me he felt like he lost his way. He told me he felt like he doesn't have the same thirst, the the same hunger. And one of the things I said to him, I said, you got to be hungry for it. You know, I've had it told me told to me in the past. I'm so jealous of what you have. You know, I, I I see, I see you, you got the microphone, I see you got the podcast, I see you got the cameras, I see you're out there doing your thing. I'm so jealous of what you have. And my first reaction, children of y'all, I'm gonna be completely honest with you, it kind of pisses me off. Because I'm not that special. I'm not that special. The only thing that differentiates me from possibly the guy with the title, the guy with the position, is that I want it more. For some of us, the two degrees is we grew up in the church. We grew up in the church and it became stale and we lost that hunger. I've I've spoken with many, many, many people in my past who grew up in church and told you y'all, let me tell you a little bit about, about my backstory. And I don't say this for deification, but I didn't grow up in the church. My mother took us to church up until I hit the age of seven, maybe eight years old. And then there was a dry season. And that season lasted more than 20 years of being outside the church. And during that period, the only prayer in the house was God bless my food. Amen. There was no holding hands. There was no Bible. It was none of that whatsoever. And I didn't understand it. My mother never taught us what it meant to worship and serve God. And to be honest, I don't even think she she knew at the time. I don't even think she knew herself. I honestly believe that she was very, very confused. And so that season brought a lot of heartache a lot of pain and a lot of suffering in my life to the to the extent that i wanted the power so much i wanted god's spirit so much because i was experiencing so much rejection and so much heartbreak even from the people in my own family. I said, there gotta be a reason for all of this because none of this makes sense. I can't be going through all of this for no apparent reason. I can't be going through all of this just, 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 like, it it, it was something, it was something surreal. I can't, I can't even explain it. I'm even stuttering on this microphone. It it, it was like a surreal feeling to eat, just to, it just didn't make sense. Like I was facing so much opposition for no apparent reason. I'm like, why me? I'm not doing anything. I'm just minding my own business. You know, I'm the quietest kid in the world. Why do I have to go through all of this, this strife, this, this hard time? And so my two degrees, my two degrees off was that first of all, I didn't even know there was a compass. And so my two degrees getting back in alignment was exploring that hunger for the kingdom, exploring that hunger for breakthrough. And for some of y'all, God is putting you in a season where he's going to tell you, be heartbroken. For some of you your season is be broke for a year. Be hated for a year. Lose your car for 6 months. Lose your apartment for 10 months. Go go to jail for 9 months. For some of you that's your season. For some of you For most of us, God will keep us in the wilderness as a way of saying, this is where you're two degrees off. This is what you need to correct. And most of the time, God wants you to correct the course, not in a way you're used to correcting it, because when you're to de- when the train is is off the tracks by two degrees, you just pick it up and put it back on, put it back on the rails, and we're good to go. But God's not calling you to do that. God wants you to get back in alignment in such a way that only He can do it. Only he can glorify it. It has to look like only he did it. There was a season in my life where God was screaming to me that I was two degrees off to such an extent that my whole train got derailed. I lost my job, my car, my friends. And the person I was dating at the time all within the same week. And that was a really long, long wilderness for me. And the two degrees was God telling me, you need to humble yourself. Because you're not that special. And when I say you're not that special. What I really mean is you didn't acquire this all by yourself. And you have to learn what it means to worship me, to serve me, to praise me. Yes, you read the Bible at that point. Yes, you read the Bible every day. Yes, you study it, but you're still missing it. There's still a missing component. You need to humble yourself. You have to humble yourself. And so that was my two degrees. For some of you, two degrees simply is the jealousy. Maybe somebody else's train looks better than yours. Maybe somebody else's train, you know, maybe they, maybe their train moves faster than yours. And you're, and you're, you're like, uh, 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 I don't know you're like old, old and raggedy. You're like your cars are raggedy. It's like maybe, maybe, maybe the other person, maybe the person next to you has the Acela express, the train that goes 130 miles an hour. It can go from here to DC in an hour. And maybe your, your train is like the SEPTA. It takes six hours just to get from Trenton to Pennsylvania, to, to Philadelphia. And it moves five miles per hour and it can't do more than that. And if it tried, it would break down. (laughs) It wouldn't wouldn't be able to hold itself together. Maybe you feel like your train is a huge bucket of bolts. It just kind of just slapped together. I laugh because I've been on these trains. I've been on a lot of a lot of different trains. A lot of different trains. Children of Yah. it takes for you to get your train to the level that God wants to make your train in. It takes a sacrifice. Anything nice that you have, that anybody has in this world, it takes a sacrifice. It takes a sacrifice to be a virtuous wife. It takes a sacrifice to have an abundance of finances. It takes a sacrifice to have a nice car. It takes a sacrifice to be one of the most respected people in the community. It takes a sacrifice to push and move for the kingdom. every day. Like it says in Romans 12, 1, present yourself a living sacrifice. For some of us, that's the two degrees. We don't sacrifice. We want the blessing without spending the money. You want Ferrari quality on Toyota money. You want Maserati on Mitsubishi work ethic. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. You know, just because the duck is swimming calmly on the surface and you don't see what's going on underneath. That duck is paddling like crazy. And the thing is, children of y'all, that those of us who are willing to make the sacrifice, we're not that special. We just work harder than everybody else. We just do what it takes. For some of us, we have beautiful dreams. But the two degrees off is we don't put in the work ethic. The work ethic, excuse me. You got to get busy. I talk to people all the time and they tell me their goals. I'm like, okay, so what progress have you made towards the goal? Like, what do you, what is it you're trying to do? Oh, well, I need to take care of this. I need to take care of that. Okay. So how close are you? When the two plus two equals four, how close are you? Oh, well, you know. You gotta be hungry. It has to get to a point where it's basically move or die. It's basically the means to an end. Otherwise, it's not going to work out too well. It's not going to work out too well. We're just faking the funk. And for me, I'm going to be honest, children of y'all, that was my season. You know, I, I went through it too. You know, I had, you know, Ferrari dreams. I had Maserati dreams, but I had bicycle work ethic. I was not willing to pay the huge price it took for me to reach the dream. And I'm still not there. But the one thing I can do is humble myself. The one thing I can do is sacrifice. I made a post on Facebook saying, in 2023, I promise to work as hard as I possibly can to save one soul. I may never make a single. I may never. I may never make a single dime from the ministry ever again. Not that. Not that I'm not trying to make it rain. I do want the Lord to take care of my bills. I do want the Lord to take care of all, of all that I have. But if I never make a single dime and I just, and all that was left was someone like you who lost their mother, who lost their identity, who lost everything, you know, I would gladly trade Profitability to help you find your identity in the kingdom once again. I would gladly trade all of that. I don't care how much money I have to spend for this ministry to go forward. If it means you be set free, then so be it. I've already spent. Thousands of dollars in the ministry already. And God has trusted me with the resources to do so. I don't care whatever I have to do to get you across the river. I don't care what I have to do to get you back your two degrees. Whatever. It takes. I've always been a self-sacrificing person. And I think that's why God trusts me so much. I've always been the kind of person to be like, if you have a problem, I'll help you solve it. I don't want nothing. I won't ask for nothing. You know, on occasion, there might be a goal in the ministry that I'll put out there, like, hey, listen, if you want to support, if you feel it in your heart to donate to, to the cause, I would greatly appreciate it. But that's few and far in between. I work very, very hard. I do all of this, the film, the photography, the podcast, in case you decide now is the time. I throw tens of thousands of dollars out there in case you want the power. And I gladly do it. I'm not bragging. I'm not saying look at me. I say it because I want you guys to know how much your salvation, your freedom means to me. I don't care if we don't agree on everything. The bottom line is, are you free? Is your course corrected? Or are you two degrees off? So that's why I started this episode. That's why, That's why you know, I followed up with God's will. That's why I wanted to talk about two degrees off. You know, 2022 has been a beautiful year and 2023 will continue to be indicative of the same growth that 2022 was because I just love what God has done for me and my family. I love what God is doing to some of you. I've made some amazing friends throughout 2022. And I can't wait to see some courses get corrected, some curses be destroyed, and for some of you to gain your freedom and find your identity that you too can know the true, raw power of the kingdom of God can know the heavenly glory, can go to the place and can experience a a never-ending peace, a never-ending joy, a never-ending love. I can't wait. I can't wait. Guys, that's all I have for tonight. I pray that you guys go sow in Jesus' name, go grow in Jesus' name. If you have any questions, if you have any uh, any business opportunities, you can email me at gmo.com. As always, I'm on Facebook. You can find me through Yahvirise Podcast. My name is Shaquan Woody. I'm also on Instagram, but the Instagram page, it ha- I'm going to be honest with you, it hasn't been that active. It's very, very difficult to build an Instagram page. You know, it's a it's a lot of work managing multiple social media accounts, but I'm doing the best I can. For those of you who are into the Instagram, you know, you can feel free to follow me there. It's Yahweh Rise. Let's. Get back our two degrees. Let's before we go any further, let's make sure our trains are on the right track. The track is right, the wheels are right, the engine is right, and we have enough fuel, we have enough oil, and we have everything we need to walk in the anointing. And we can destroy some yokes. I love you guys. Go so in Jesus' name and God bless you all. Have a good evening. Thank you.